Okay, I go never shout out Shabbosai. So today we have just really three short segments. Um, so far, the parsha sheet is only on Vayakel. I hope to work on Pekude. I didn't have a chance this week. I'm in the middle of it. Uh, perhaps later today, or hopefully by Matzah Shabbos, we'll have Pekude as well. But uh, let's let's start with Vayakel. This question originally was going to be in the imponderables until actually an answer hit me. In Parakei, Lamed Hei, you should say Ches. It's talking about the various items that Hashem commanded that you bring, that we bring. So I was really bothered because in Pasuk Yedalet it says, so already said, Shemen La. I don't understand. Why does it say it twice? This is the only item that was supposed to be donated. It says twice. It says in Pasuk Ches, V'Shemen Lamar. And then in Pasuk Yodal, it says, V'Es Shemen Hamar. Anyone bothered by that? Isn't that a Pella? I mean, these are, this is a list of the items that need to be donated. Why would it say an item twice? Secondly, Rashi only comments on the second time. Shemen Hamoyer, Rashi says, that was needed, we needed for the Shemen Hamar Chach Melev, because it's different than other oil. Like it says in Menachos, Mergargeroi Bereish Hazayis, Fuhu Kassis Vizach. It is the first squeeze of the olive. Okay. So, two questions. Why does the Torah re- repeat twice Shem and Amar? And number two, why does Rashi only comment on the second one? And I think one question answers the other. Because these are two things. First, the Pasuk says in Pasuk K, Koyal Nadiv Liba Yevieha. First, we're listing the items that were donated. In Pasuk Yud, it says, V'chol Chacham Lev Bachem Yavoyu V'yasu. The wise-hearted took those items and they made stuff out of it. So the first thing was donated shemen oil lamar to be used to illuminate. So the first thing we needed to de- uh, donate shemen lamar. It wasn't yet shemen hamar. It was shemen lamar. Oil to use to illuminate it. Somebody is going to have to turn the shemen lamar until shemen hamar. And the Chachmei Lev came in Pasuk Yud, and they took the Shemen, and they ensured that that Shem would, would be pure, so that it w- would be transformed from Shemen Lamar to Shemen Hamar. Yeah, very simple, but I think it's an important observation. The first thing was, it was donated oil. The Chachamim then made sure that that oil was used as a Shemen Hamar. Next, Rashi says that because the Nasiim were lazy, they were missing a letter from their name. It's written Vehanasiim. So it's interesting that they're li- missing the letter Yud. The letter Yud always connotes Machshava. Yud in Machshava, the Yud in Sifrei Machshava Vekabala refers to Machshava. Yud is Olam HaMachshava. If we were to analyze what the Nasiim did wrong, was it in their performance? 
Not really. They donated some pretty valuable things. I don't know if anybody would criticize the Nasiyim in terms of their Asiyah. The critique of the Nasiyim was in their Machshava, in what their thinking process was. They said, okay, let the Bnei Yisrael donate and we'll fill everything in. Therefore, perhaps that's why they're missing the letter Yud. The letter Yud is the Yois of Machshava. Okay, next. Um, Ru'u. Kara Hashem B'Shem B'Tzalel Ben Uri Ben Chor Lamate Yehuda. Why does the Torah trace B'Tzalel back so far? B'Tzalel Ben Uri. It seems like it's critical that he was Ben Chor. And you can't help but think that we know the purpose of the Mishkan was it was a kapar for the Egal. First of all, the, the Mishkan was Mishkan Ha'edos. It gave Edos to Hashem, atoned for the Egal. Beis Halevi points out the Ched Ha'egal was Klal Yisrael, instead of listening to the precise command of Moshe, made their own Cheshboinos. And that's why in, the, in Pekudei it reiterates so many, so many times, So the Mishkan was a kapara for the Egel. If one were to ask, of all the things that happened at the Egel, what was, in a way, the most severe? You would have to think that they murdered Chor. That seemed to have been a pretty bad element of the Egel. Perhaps that's why it's so important that the Torah mentions that the one who made the Egel was B'tzalel ben Uri ben Chor. That really indicated that Hashem forgave us for the Egel. Because if Hashem would not have forgiven us for the Egel, would the son, the grandson of Chor, be able to affect Kapara for the Chedo Egel? Or the way I wrote it here, the fact that Hashem wanted that Ben-Uri Ben-Chor to make the Mishkan, that was the proper and the appropriate tikkun for the Chet Ho'egel where they murdered Chor. Okay, you ready for this? This this is a very interesting Chedosh. So, I woke up this morning to be able to at least finish Vayakel and to, to put the sheet together. And I was bothered by a very, uh, a question that never hit me before. You know, Parshas Vayakel doesn't, does not talk about the plans for the Kalim, the instructions of how to make the Kalim. It talks about the actual execution of the Kalim. And when it talks about the Kiar, there's a detail given here that they made the Kiar with the mirrors that uh, the Jewish women... Um, clamored to bring to the Mishkan. Rashi tells us the story that even the mirrors of the Jewish women they did not withhold from bringing. Rashi says Moshe was disgusted by them because the mirrors used for the Yitzhahara. So Hashem said, accept it. These are the most beloved because through the mirrors, Klal Yisrael established Tzvahis Rabbis from the time, legions of Jews. Because the, the husbands were very tired at the end of a long day and the women would feed them and give them to drink and take a mirror. And each one would see herself with her husband by the mirror. 
and she would persuade him and say, I'm more beautiful than you. And uh, Rashi says they would bring the husband to Taiva. And they gave birth there under the apple tree. That's the Marais Hatzaivais. And the Kiar was made, is used to make Shalom Benishlishtai. How so? To give a, a woman who's suspected of infidelity. So therefore, since these mirrors were used to create peace between husband and wife, so the kiar, which is uh, used to bring shalom for a soy by a soita, an accused soita, it's appropriate that it be made out of these mirrors. You know, it's interesting, in Parshas Kisisa, when it talks about the kiar being made out of nechoshas, None of this detail is not mentioned. It just says, I mean, isn't that what it says? That's what it says in Kisisa. And it doesn't say a word about these interesting mirrors that the women should bring the mirrors, they shouldn't bring the mirrors, they tried to bring the mirrors. It just says, And they washed themselves and finished. Why all of a sudden Vayakel, they made the kiar of Nechoshes, the Maris Hatsoivais. This is not a detail given in Kisisa. Unless you say, well, in Kisisa, it's just talking about the instruction to make it. It can be made out of any copper. But here it's talking about actually making it. So when it tells you actually made it, it tells you which copper they made it from. It's, I think it's interesting that it doesn't say anything about this in, in Kisisa. So I was thinking of the following very unusual possibility. The instruction to make the Kiar in Kisisa is before the Chet Ho'egal. I would say before the Chet Ho'egal, if any woman tried to bring the mirror, Moshe said, what do you bring me? It's disgusting. And he was right. It was disgusting. What do you mean? A kiar is used to make peace between husband and wife. What could be better than using the mirror, which was used in Mitzrayim to make? The answer is, what do you mean the kiar was used to bring peace between husband and wife? Do you actually think a woman would be unfaithful to her husband? In Parshas Kisisa, there is no possibility that a woman would be unfaithful to her husband? You know why? Because it's before the Chet Ho'egel. Huh? What does the Chet Ho'egel have to do with infidelity? What were Klal Yisrael with the Chet Ho'egel? They were unfaithful to God. What does the Gemara Gittin refer to it as? Aluva Kala Shezinsa Tachas Chupasa. We were suspected, and not more than suspected. We were a Saita. In fact, Moshe gave them to drink, Rashi says, Neskabin. I would say before the Chet Ho'egel, there is no possibility that a woman would be unfaithful to her. It, it didn't exist. Not Shaykh. It was not in the Bria. But we all know that our, our relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, some, is analogous to the relationship between husband and wife. Once the Jewish people acted as a Soita and were unfaithful by making the Egel, and Moshe Rabbeinu gave them to drink, Niskavin Labodkan Kesoitos. Now there's a possibility that there's a parsha of Soita in the Torah. So now in Vayakel, 
when the women come with their mirrors, so Moshe says, oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't accept it before the Chedega, why would I accept it now? Hashem says, because now the Kiyar is used to make Shalom Benesh Le'ishtai. So if it's used to make Shalom Benesh Le'ishtai, then the appropriate thing to make it out of are the mirrors that the Jewish women used in Mitzrayim to beautify themselves. So it's only now in the aftermath of the Egel that there's even a possibility of infidelity and that it would be appropriate to construct the Kiar out of the Mare Satsai Okay, a thought. I want to share with you some questions, some Ha'aras on Parshas Vayakal.